Thank you for listening to this week's message from North Shore Christian Church. For more information about North Shore, please visit northshorechristian.org. I just love, I love those traditional Christmas songs, don't you? It's powerful. Just, uh, as we looked at it, we were just reminded about Christmas in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Joseph is visited by an angel. And there, he's told what Christmas is about. Now, it, it startled him, right? He's like, what's going on? And, and the angel says, it's going to be okay, right? Because he says this, your fiance, Mary, is going to conceive, and she's going to give birth to a child. Mary ought to be told his name would be Jesus. And this child's name, they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, Christmas is about a relationship. It's why we're here. It's about this relationship between God and you and me. It's an expression of God's love to you and to me. So Christmas is this personal, incarnate God himself, the exact expression of God seen in his love and his relationship to each one of us. In our Christmas series uh, these last few weeks, we've been looking at this expression of love and this expression of relationship and our relationship with God. It didn't just start with Jesus. Again, he was an exact expression of this relationship that was and is to come. And so we looked at the qualities of this relationship. And that first quality, we went all the way back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. And we see that he is our soulmate. There's a beautiful scene in Genesis 3 where God is with man and they're walking. And as you read it, it unfolds so beautiful and powerful because they're just together. God is our soulmate. And how does one become a soulmate? We throw that term around a lot, and rightfully so. But a soulmate is someone who knows you better than anyone else. God created us. He knows us. And not only did he create us, he created us in his likeness. Right? He knows how we're, we were designed and created to be. Therefore, he is trustworthy. He even, it says in Genesis chapter 2, breathed his breath into us, his life-giving breath. He is so close to us, so personal, so intimate. And a God like that, that is your soulmate, you can trust in the journey. Because as we come here today, each of us bring our story, don't we? And some of those stories are, you are on a mountaintop, awesome, so happy, praise God. Some of you are not. It took everything you had to walk in here, right? But there's a soulmate in God that loves you, and you can trust him because he knows you. And as the story continues through time, we see, and we looked at Exodus 13, that God is our guide. He leads us to the place he has for us. So where you are going, where God created for you to go, guess what? You're on journey with him. And in that guide, he's going to provide for you. He's going to drop everything you need 
for you to arrive where he has for you. And I love this about him. And he's going to be present with you. And we looked at the pillar of fire uh, and the cloud that led the people, the manna. God was showing up for them in their journey. So you know this, you've got a soulmate and you've got a God that is with you and you're not alone and he'll provide for you. No matter how steep the hill is, how many rocks and hurdles, well, your eyes can no longer see ahead of you. But he says, don't walk by sight, walk by faith. Right? That's what Christmas is about. We're here, why? Because we're stepping in faith. And I love this. They were waiting all through the Old Testament for their true friend, we called him. Not just a best friend. The difference of a, a true friend is somebody who, again, who knows you, who's going to show up and who will defend you, right? He's going to step in for you. That is a true friend. Even when you're maybe not even asking, a true friend shows up. Well, God showed up in a baby. Isaiah 9, 6. It's an incredible, difficult time in Israel's history in the Old Testament. Their enemies seem to be collapsing all around them. What do we do? What do we do? And this prophecy came in Isaiah 9, 6. I said, I've got the answer for you. It's a baby. Imagine that. You've got the great empires all around you. Come close it in. And God, your answer is a baby? Yeah, it's a baby. A child's going to be given to you. But it's not just any baby, right? The government shall be on his shoulders. I mean, all these things you fear, these systems and all these things, the weight of the world, guess what? He's got it. He will carry it. You don't have to carry it. He's got it. And he has it in this beautiful, incredible, amazing way. He's going to be a wonderful counselor. What that means, he is full of wisdom, full of truth. And he's wonderful and beautiful and kind. You can trust him. Oh, with your hard questions that you have, guess what? Wonderful counselor is there. You won't stump him. Right? You won't stump him. He's there. He's beautiful. He's wonderful. He's mighty God. In that journey, he can do what he says he can do. He's powerful. There are no dry promises from God. You hear that? Us humans, boy, we are full of them, aren't we, unfortunately? God, no, everything he says will come to be. What he promises you in his perfect timing, it'll come to be. Because he's mighty God. And I love this. And his stepping in for us. He's everlasting father. The hardest thing to come by in this plane is trust, isn't it? Complete trust. And this father, this provider, this one who will care for you is going nowhere forever. You can trust him with eternity. I love that. And what is his end game? I'm hoping is why you're sitting here because he's a prince of peace. He's going to usher in a peace with God that the world can't give us. A peace in our heart and our lives that transcends all understanding. It just is. At the deepest 
places of your life is where this Prince of Peace will show up. That's Christmas. And they long awaited for that. That relationship. So you promised this, and boy, the world seems to be winning here. Um, I can't make sense of this. I've got so much going on. And there's this promise in a baby. We're going to watch a video right now. And the video just a great job just showing the relationship with God that culminates at this manger. Let's watch it together. So they waited. They waited. And then a gift came. See, Jesus is a gift. John chapter 3 is really clear. It says, For so, God so loved the world that he gave. 
He's a gift to you and to I and to the entire world. A question I have when we look at this gift, how do you measure the value of a gift? We're probably going to open a lot of presents, all right, next day or so. How do you measure the value of it? From my experience, you measure the value based on its ongoing effect of your life. How does this impact my life? The value doesn't come from a, a, a price tag, right? Many of us have received expensive gifts that are probably still have the price tag and they're on the shelf somewhere, right? Or tucked away or uh, they've been sold somewhere. So it's not the monetary cost of a gift. Oh, and we're going to get lots of gifts. And I, I love gifts, so, you know, big gift guy. Um, but if uh, the past goes, 95% of my gifts I won't touch again after the next two days. Is that true? Kind of, right, right? It's okay, right? It's just it's one of our traditions and our excitement and these moments of yes, yes, yes. Um, how do you measure the value of a gift? It's, uh, it's ongoing effects in our lives. Something that comes in and shifts your life. Something that you can keep using, right? Something that changes your thoughts, your mind, your perspective. Something that clarifies a relationship, right? Wow, I didn't know you loved me that much. I got a gift one time. I'm trying to think of it's my greatest gift. It's amazing. This gift, I keep it. I like the way it's about to fall apart. So this is over 30 years old. It's falling apart now. Anyhow, uh, I became a Christian, accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior in my 20s. Um, and my wife bought me on Valentine's Day of that year my first Bible. That's this one. And you can tell we traveled the journey together, right? It went with me everywhere. And this gift kept pouring life in uncertain times uh, when I was afraid, when I was scared, when I didn't understand something, when I was full of joy. This gift kept pumping life into me. Uh, it transformed and changed me. The seasons of life that me and this gift have walked are incredible. Highs, lows, doubts, clarity. Because what this gift did is it ushered me to the greatest gift. And that was Jesus. Right? The scripture calls him the word, the logos, the reason, the meaning. Jesus is the ultimate gift, right, that comes in and we receive this gift, transforms and changes our life. But what I love about Jesus and what makes him the greatest gift ever, he is the gift that keeps giving. There's an ongoing effect in your life, right? So as you celebrate Jesus, I want you to bear this in mind. It wasn't like they went to the manger and all was done. Luke chapter 2, 
right? When these shepherd boys opened this gift that the heavenlies came and told them, it's arrived. What you've waited for is here. And they said, don't be afraid. This is good news of great joy. You want a dose of that? Come on. For all people. Right? It is a gift that's going to keep pouring into your life. It didn't just stop there. And it will be, bring peace on earth to all people that he finds favor with, his children, us. Jesus just didn't stay in the manger. He's a gift that keeps on giving. John 14, when he was preparing to leave this earth, he said this, no, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. This gift isn't just showing up. Not even just going to walk this earth for 30 years, but it's a forever gift. I'm going to give you a helper, my spirit, the Holy Spirit, and he will be with you forever. He will live in you. And everything that we receive from Jesus, his love, his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness, his hope, his celebration, his answers to doubt, his coming alongside us, that is not going to go away because I'm leaving my spirit with you and he will bring all those things to you on a daily, moment-by-moment -moment basis. Jesus is the greatest gift. He's a gift that keeps giving. So today, tonight, when we celebrate, I want you to think of this. This gift is staying here. You don't shelve this gift. It's there. Even when we don't acknowledge it, even when we don't want it, even when we get too busy, he's there. He's faithful. He loves you. So I want you to celebrate as you walk through your traditions next two days you know, and just enjoy them. I just love Christmas. I love it for you. But know there's a gift that's been given to you in a child, right? that will bring peace and joy. It's good news. And because of the gift of Jesus, of his spirit, you get to keep this gift forever. And in that, we can have a Merry Christmas.